two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. Coming up on this Thursday edition, we've got an owner sticking up for his current quarterback in the NFL and what it means to the future of the franchise. We've also got some GM hype videos. Apparently, this is the new popular topic and move in the NFL. Albert Breer is going to stop by because we've got a brand new head coach in Denver. It's Nathaniel Hackett. We'll talk about what it means moving forward for the Broncos franchise. We've got the prop at Monsters. We had into conference championship weekend. We've got a potential blockbuster trade that almost happened with one future Hall of Fame quarterback. And we've got the BQ News. All of it is yours coming up on this Thursday edition. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. You hear that, LeVar? Yeah. yeah. You know what that is? What's that? That's a bass lamp. <laughs> yep. It sounds like lamp. an actual piece of furniture. It's uh-huh. very good. A whole lot bass of bass lamp actually there. sounds like something that would go next to like a, an end table. Oh, yeah, you're, yeah, you're right. Be honest. Were yeah. you looking at a lamp and that's the, uh, the only thing? I was 100%. <laughs> <laughs> it was either that or, or – uh, Base Chanel football painting. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Uh, it is, I don't get that one. But okay. It is uh, two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. It's LeVar Arrington, <laughs> Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates and wherever the hell you are. We uh, take you closer and closer here on a Thursday to conference championship weekend in the NFL. We're going to be with you until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, we've uh, got plenty on the uh, games coming up over the course of the, uh, the show. We're going to be previewing some storylines that are coming out, but there is a um, you know, there's an owner who's speaking out about a really important position in the NFL, which is the quarterback position and that is the Giants owner uh, John Mara, who uh, decided he wanted to go ahead and talk about uh, not only his own quarterback, Daniel Jones, but the potential of trading for one Deshaun Watson who has still not played a game and he's dealing with his own legal issues is continue to drag on and on and on so uh you guys choose all right uh we can hear john mara talk about the deshaun watson potential mara, trade for the love of god mara, mara. it's yeah, john I've been, I've been mara yeah. Well, I mean, you know, Mara, Mara, you know, I mean, what's the difference, really? I mean, I mean he owns one of the 32 NFL franchises. Well, so they're they're know. a bad team. As soon as they get good, I'll say his name right. All right, yeah, so John Mara. Well, uh, listen, that Super was a long time ago. So John Mara, all right, he is uh, he is speaking about the quarterback situation. So do you want to hear him talk about Deshaun Watson and potential trade, or do you want to hear him talk about his own quarterback, Daniel Jones? <laughs> Dealer's choice I mean, I, here. I'd like to have both. I mean, well, I understand, point. but I mean, okay. we can we can go one by one I want to hear about time. Daniel Jones first. All right, let, let, so, let's go DJ first. All right, so here was the Giants owner talking about his own quarterback, Daniel Jones, and how they've handled him thus far in his career. We do feel that Daniel can play. We've done everything possible to, to, to screw this kid up uh, since he's been here. We keep changing coaches, keep changing offensive coordinators, keep changing offensive line coaches. You know, I take a lot of responsibility for that, but let's bring in the right group of coaches now and, and give him some continuity and try to rebuild the offensive line and then be able to make a, an intelligent uh, uh, evaluation of, of whether he can be the franchise quarterback or not. 
Well, there it is. I mean, how about that? I mean, uh, it only took three years, but how about that? They finally figured out they need to do a build around him. What, what do you say there, uh, Mr. Well, quarterback? I mean, I, I would say this in response to that. That is the most honest you will ever, ever hear an owner talk in regards to a player, a coach, whatever the case may be. So I, I would say this. I mean, that bodes well for Daniel Jones, at least getting another shot this year, at least making this hire of a head coach, I would think it would, you know, it's a guy who's going to come in and want to work with him, want to maximize his talents and abilities. I mean, that is, un- that's unheard of, that an owner is going to like publicly fall on the sword for a player. I, I, don't, I don't know that I've ever heard that before. It was very candid. It was very open, and it was honest. I mean, that does screw players up. In fact, he could have put a list of players on on there that got screwed up by having different coaches with with these changing uh, coaching staffs that they've they've made those decisions for. So, I, I I totally agree. But I do have to say this before I go any further with what I had to say about him being honest and and them possibly unscrewing the screw-up of Daniel Jones. I got to hear what he had to say about Deshaun Watson first all right, all right. before I go down this rabbit hole. Now, so here was uh, the Deshaun Watson speculation. He was asked whether or not they would consider trading for the Texans quarterback. Uh, here's what uh, John – is it Mara Brady? Is that okay or is it Mara? John which Mara. one? Yeah, which no, one? It, that it, it's Mara like the all rest right. of the sports world. All right, okay, yeah. so we'll call it uh, John Mara. Uh, here he was talking about Deshaun Watson. <laughs> We're not trading for Deshaun Watson. There's so many reasons why we wouldn't do that. I mean, cap-wise, we couldn't afford it. But more importantly, uh, with the allegations that, that are out there right now, that's just not the right fit for us. All right, so there he is. Well, um, it makes it more honest then. It, 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 because what it sounds like is they're trying to salvage their investment in Daniel Jones. And I, I don't understand why, why that would be as poorly as they have played. Uh I think you have to, to weigh out most things, that most things being the, the small amount that isn't part of the most is the, the New York Giants is a very traditional team. They're, they're a historical team. They're, they're a part of the, the originals uh, in the National Football League. The, I mean, they, their history is very rich. The, the, the family names, especially the, the Mara family, uh, goes back. You know, Wellington is is you know that's that's that is football royalty. They're not going to ever tarnish or taint what their dads, even with the Tish family, they are not going to tarnish what their their fathers have have created. And so, if need I say, I mean, I you know, Deshaun is innocent until proven guilty, but good for them. To, to not entertain anything of of that sort until it plays itself out and you know one way or the other that either he's 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 innocent of of the charges against him or some way somehow it gets resolved in a way where it does not tarnish who Deshaun Watson is but good for them i mean if, if you have a bird in the hand and you feel as though you can bring someone in who can whisper to to Daniel Jones, then that's what you do because that's who you have. That's who you drafted. 
and that's what the, the that's that is what the New York Giants do. They try to win through their draft picks. So it sounds as though he's being honest. I, I would say this: if you think about how the season ended, and John Mara, as Jonas likes to call him, uh, how he, I mean, talked about the low point. I mean, we, we had him on as a press conference. He talked about the low point, uh, you know, of his career being the way this thing's gone for the past five seasons. Like, this is it. He felt like they had hit rock bottom. And there was a lot of thought and concern as to, okay, like, where do they go from here? David Gettleman, quote-unquote, retires. You can make, this, you make the case that he got pushed out, right? They didn't want to fire him. They said, we'll let you resign. He did. Joe Judge, he's going to stay on, and they're going to hire a new general manager that has to work with this guy? No, they started realizing no one wants to work with him. I honestly feel like with these comments and then what has transpired since then, it's kind of like that Dumb and Dumber part where they trade in the shag- shagging wagon for the scooter and he comes back. He's like, you couldn't possibly be any dumber. <laughs> you go and do something like Totally redeem yourself. <laughs> and totally redeem yourself. I mean, that is what this is in my mind. I mean, you've so got, got an owner. Dumber. Who does something that you never, ever hear owners do. And because and, and, when you're at the top and you own a team, you're just pointing fingers. A lot of times, right? They just kind of blame, oh, I was the head coach, general manager. Oh, we couldn't. They're not taking accountability and saying, hey, we, we put this kid in a really tough spot and messed this up. It honestly speaks to me in regards to the Daniel Jones and how he spoke about it that, like, the, like he was a part of the process in drafting him. He wants to see him succeed. There is something extra there, and he's taking ownership of it. You, you almost never hear this from an owner. And then his you know, honesty in regards to Deshaun Watson. I, I love it in the sense that you know, he's willing to come out and say it. How many owners have come out and said that None. publicly? Not a None. one. Not a one. And, and that's where you've got to say everything he's doing right now and everything he's done since the season ended, he's totally redeeming himself. I think there's only one, and, and we could talk about this later on in today's show, there's only one thing that could throw a wrench into all of this. But if I was a player, if I was that quarterback, I'd be, I'd be so excited and hoping that with the next coaching hire, we could make this thing come together then. Because this is an owner that you want to play for. So it's a guy that's oh, motivated. That. It's a guy that's motivated because his team has stunk for this long, uh, and he finally realized, "Oh my God, I got a problem here. I need to step up and, uh, and start being more vocal." It's not, it's not that he finally realized. He's he's known he's had a problem. That's why he's been trying to fix it with with coaching changes. But but here's what here's what I pose to you guys. Do you think that this is a, a brilliant way of using the the tool and the mechanism of honesty that does? resonate with fan bases, but also in a way could have GMs and coaches around the league saying, hmm, he's being honest. They have messed him up. It sounds as though they may want to try to make good on on Daniel Jones. Maybe we should trade for him. Maybe we should want him. Maybe, Maybe we should bring him in before it's too late. Is this a play? Is this a strategic play to show humility in, in a moment of where it could actually make Daniel Jones sympathetic and maybe possibly, just maybe, 
more valuable than what he truly would be, optically oh, speaking. A little, a little uh, up the uh, trade value by saying it was our fault. He's not as bad as you think he is. So we're the ones. So come get him. Up. Yeah. Um, I, I'm I, embarrassed. <laughs> I, I got to fix this. I want to fix Daniel Jones. But I'm just saying, if you guys want to come get him, you know, we'll entertain it. I, I, I well, we, and we can get into that later on because we're, we're up against it. But yeah, I do yeah. feel like I, I do feel like with what he did and said, you could make the case it's mutually exclusive. Like in him talking about the past few years and what's transpired between the offensive line coach changes, the quarter or uh, the offensive coordinator coach changes, the head coaching changes, all those moving parts. I mean, as much as they've done a good job, I think of giving him pieces around him. Investing in the Kenny Galladay, drafting Kadarius Tony. You've still got a guy like Darius Slayton, Sterling Shepard. They bring in Kyle Rudolph. You've got Evan Ingram. You've got Saquon in the backfield. That's one hell of an offensive roster. Yeah. And so there, there's two sides to this. There's yeah, the, the Giants are responsible for you know a portion of what's what's happened to this kid. But at the same time, he's played in enough football games. I think, and this is just my opinion, this, and obviously they know better, they drafted him, they've been around him, but I, I've seen enough to kind of know, to, to know what he is. Not kind of know. I, I know what he is. And, and I don't think he's going to be the guy that can take him to the next level in this NFL. You know, when you go back to when they had success winning Super Bowls, it was some clutch plays by Eli Manning, but in large part that D front and a running game. That's what it was. So now you look at what need, you need to have to win a, you know, a Super Bowl. It's a quarterback that is a game changer. And I don't care if you're talking about the AFC. You know, you look at Stafford coming in for the Rams. He's been that. And we can, people can try to dog on Jimmy G all they want. When that dude's healthy, he wins. He wins. Like, bottom line. So, it, you know, you've got to have a guy who can play at that level. And I think if you're looking at this weekend's games in comparison to what Daniel Jones has displayed – I don't think he's anywhere close to him, to any of them. Mm, mm. It's uh, two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio brought to you by Discover. If you're a valued customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company. And that's why Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. Discover, exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. All right, so LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Coming up next, there's a new trend in the NFL, and it's very, very strange. We'll get into that for you right here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Well, back down. Well, back down. There it is. Yeah. Lavar Petty. How about dope that? Dude. Um. Big, uh, big Green Wolf Walker, right? From my understanding, that old uh, Tom Petty. Is that right? Uh, yeah, that's what I hear. Uh, all right, it is uh, two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Uh, coming up uh, later on this hour, we will have a conversation about a potential retirement in the NFL. We'll get into that discussion for you here uh, on FSR. But uh, there's this new trend going around. I don't know if you guys have seen this. Uh, these GM hype videos. 
Um, I, I get WrestleMania is coming up a couple months away from now, but uh, we've got uh, the Bears GM, the Giants GM uh, filmed getting out of their cars, getting ready to go to work, showing up to work early. Um, that's where that's the stage we're at when it comes to bad football teams making hires to try and give their fan bases hope. We're not doing hype videos on GMs as they walk out of their car to walk into the building. What the hell's going on here, man? If, if that's the version of a hype video as far as what was showcased from the Giants and Bears that started to get made fun of and people started to you know, spin off and go viral. But <laughs> if, if that's a hype video for a general manager, then, <laughs> God, that job seems boring. I mean, let's be, let's be honest. I mean, they're taping him getting out of a car early in the morning and walking <laughs> in the office. That sounds like about, I don't know, 99% of everyone else who has to get up, go to work, and works in an office. Like the, well, I get it. You're putting together a roster, but it's not that different. The, there was one distinct difference between both teams. Uh, and this is just a business thing that kind of pointed out to me is, um, well, the Giants was sponsored. Um, the Bears was not. Oh, that's uh, a good point. Yeah. The, the, the Giants, I believe it was a United Airlines that was up in the top left corner as they're playing that. It was at least a sponsored element. They're, they're getting some payment uh, in exchange for this, whereas uh, obviously the, the Bears weren't. But, yeah, uh, Joe Shane and Ryan Poles both had their own uh, little way of getting out of their car and doing their thing. I did find it interesting, too. Like, they're kind of showing you what kind of car they drive. And Joe Shane drives like, you know, it's a nice, um, it's a nice, what is it, Wrangler? Like, like a Rubicon or something like that, it looks like. And then mm. Ryan Pohl's got like a dope Beamer or a Benz. I mean, mm. I mean, it, it, both cars were nice, but I was just like, it's kind of, it's kind of a lot there. You know, like, do you want that? Do you want do you want people to know what kind of car you drive if you're a general manager of a team? Now, do you, do you think that, uh, that those are actually their cars or were they rentals? Because they just got there. I mean, so they've, have they already been to a car dealership? And they, might be and- team. they might be like for, for the, the Washington team, they, they've always had to deal with Caddy. So whatever falls under Cadillac, you, you could grab one of those, yeah, I think those, one of those vehicles. Oh, well, I mean, with the yeah. car market right now, I mean, they barely even have like cars sitting there like at dealerships to show you. They're selling everything right now. They can. Here's where they butchered this, though. They should have had somebody driving them. Right. You pull up in a limo and have these guys get out of the limo and just show that they, this is such a powerful. Why, why is that, Jonas? Because it's such a powerful position that people are driving you around. Oh, you're the GM of this bad football team? Let me drive you around. You don't need to drive yourself to work. We'll drive you around. We'll send somebody to pick you up. I mean, these sort of accommodations is exactly why both these teams are going nowhere in a hurry. I'm sorry, man. Everything is going to open these guys up to scrutiny just because of how poorly the teams have been doing. Yeah, I, I think the minimum approach of saying that these guys are coming in and getting down to business, probably if you're going to do it, resonates a whole lot more than if they were to pull up in in, in limousine. I think if they pull up, first of all, limousines are played out for one. Uh, for two, if they were, if he was being driven around, yeah, how do you think yeah, I got to work? Yeah, they, my, they kid, my kids still think they're kind of cool. Let's <laughs> uh, see what they're like, Daddy. What is that long car? What is that? I'm like, I'll say this, babe. Like, it's, it's, it's cool. okay for the babies to think that it's still cool, but if if you as a player, Brady, or as an analyst pulled up to the big noon show one of the hosts pulled up to the big noon show in a stretched limo oh, like man. a lincoln oh, what town kind of car limo, limo? are we talking like about a like a hummer limo are we talking about the old school lincoln one see i i, I, I gotta say 
I got to go with all of like part. If you're going to go with being driven around these days, it's got to be a party bus. Like you got to get on mm, like, like a, a sprinter. sprinter van. Now, if he yeah. came in a sprinter van, that would be yeah. different, Jonas. Like if you had said a sprinter van pulled him up, because then now it's like, OK, there is a level of of, you know, kind of we're bringing him here where it's it's a, a business look in a sprinter. Um, it just seems corporate. But if he came in like a limo, first of all, people would be like, bruh, they are still living in the limo age. Like, no wonder they're failing. I didn't know limos had died out. I mean, let let me tell you something. They're still around. They're still around. People still use them. And, and by, by the way, if you get a limo and you're not drinking in the back of it, what a waste of time. Like, Can I tell like, a quick a story one time? And this actually ticked me off one time. So I, I was out in Denver with the Broncos, and I, I, you know, I paid for a limo to take care of some guys, uh, some offensive linemen, some other guys who came along with the group. I think we ended up going to like a, a concert or something. It wasn't Red Rocks, but something like more local. But anyway, I'm, I wanted to make sure no one was drinking and driving, so we, we got a limo and we were driving – you know, to, I think we went to, obviously, the concert. Then afterwards, we went to a nice little restaurant spot. Yeah, nice well, little five-star. Well, I, but, I, but I was, I was <laughs> like, close to my place. So I, I popped out after dinner. Um, and I just I walked back because it was, like, that close. Uh-huh. Man, I come to get a bill later on. And this, is, this, must, have been, this must have been the summertime, like, before we even went for, uh, in for a training camp. Oh, no. Cause, so later on, I get a bill. And they're like, yeah, it was a cleanup fee. And some dude, like, got sick, and he, he had a little too much fun. Oh, man. And, and they were charging me, like, an extra 1000 bucks for, like, cleaning up and then replacing some things. And I'm like, all right. Like, I wasn't there. I don't know what happened. I'm trying to get to the bottom of this. The dude gets cut. <laughs> so I, I never see him again. Oh, and, no. And, and, and I was still kind of like, well, he probably should be responsible for it, but I guess I'm, I should have stayed in the limo for the entirety of the night if I was going to be responsible for paying for it. But that was my – A thousand dollars. They knew you yeah. was paying. They knew they had your card on yeah. file. Nah, well, like that, that might have been. But I think there was there, – I asked the guys. Like, there, there was some maybe vomit. There was maybe some other things going on. Oh. So there was some – thousand dollars, though. Yeah, it's well. He he had he had potentially fallen and broke some stuff too. <laughs> like you know how they have that nice little like inlay glass thing where they put the glasses up and there's yeah. like ice in there. Or oh, he fell on that. Yeah, yeah. He just broke, broke the whole thing off. Broke the whole thing. You know, blame it on the driver. You shouldn't stop so fast at red lights. I, mean, I can't baseball. stand when you do something nice for for somebody for people, and there's always that one. Yeah, that is unruly and uncontrollable. That makes it uncomfortable for everybody. Yeah. There's always the one, like that, I, I that damn if you're up. listening to this show and you're that one, yeah. look in the mirror and tell yourself, "I have to stop being that one." Yeah, don't be so sloppy. I, I, I blame the Broncos for cutting him before I could get any money. Yeah. By the way, did they I cut? Did, right. did they cut him because of his behavior that night, or was it? Uh, other no, I, I don't think they. I don't think they found out about that. Uh, at least I'm pretty sure they didn't. Um, but, no, I don't think it had anything to do with that. I think it was just a roster decision. And, you, you know, how about yeah. this? Why don't we out this guy on the air right Let's now? Why don't we him. get nah. that thousand bucks? Let's That's not him. me. Let me tell you, That's I'll, not I'll, me. I'll take care of this. Give me his Twitter account or just his last I mean, name at least and his jersey number, and I'll figure this at out. At least give 50% yes, back. Yes, I agree. <laughs> and, dude, and, dude, <laughs> and you know what, dude? <laughs> you are out there. You are out there, and this is going to. This story is going to make it to your ears. 
You need to call Brady, dude. I, I'm good. I, I've, I've washed my hands of this. I wasn't even there to witness it. So, I, And I'm kind of glad I wasn't, especially if it oh, went man. the way uh, it was told to me. So. Unbelievable. Uh, all right. It is. Uh, just, I, I can't believe. It's my last limo Shut up, bitch. I can't believe. I can't believe. What you just called me? Yeah. I just can't believe because this whole time we've been told different stories about how great a guy Tim Tebow is. And then we find this out on the air. You know what I mean? Like, it's just terrible. Yeah. The guy's going to owe you a thousand bucks. Uh, all right, it is uh, two pros that come to Fox Sports that, Radio. Hey, don't even put that out there because I'm sure his legal team will will be calling yeah. corporate. They'll, they'll be, they'll be well, no, I'll there. make sure to direct them right at Jonas Knox. Okay. Find me then on. They're going to cut you, Jonas. I, I will take Jonas by the legs and literally swing around about five times and throw him right <laughs> under that bus that's driving by. Well, listen, <laughs> so just imagine me and I will be picking Jonas up, just swinging around. Right, the bar's watching, and I just toss him right in front of the bus I'll that's go, driving that's up. Fine. I'm going to have the two orange uh, poles in my hand that they use on the <laughs> runway. <laughs> I wrecked that, that bus right on over top of Jonas. <laughs> uh, it is uh, two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. Uh, coming up in, we'll call it uh, less than 15 minutes from now, uh, a quarterback in the NFL has made an announcement. He has made an announcement. We will determine whether or not this is a big announcement, a small announcement, a major announcement, but it is a quarterback in the NFL with an announcement that we'll get into uh, coming up in another edition of In Case You Missed It uh, less than 15 minutes from now. Uh, Rob Gronkowski, uh, the uh, Bucks tight end, was uh, you know cruising around. Uh, TMZ Sports ended up catching up with him and uh, and had a conversation about his future. A lot of speculation about Tom Brady's future in Tampa Bay. Here was Gronk. Like if they're like you know you got to decide right now, right yeah. this second. If- playing next year I, I would say no right now it's two days after the season i'll be like no i'm not playing like way too soon but like you got to give it some time you got to rest i would say to see how everything goes you know how everything plays out if tom brady doesn't come back he gone yeah that's it right <laughs> that that's the only thing keeping him in tampa Bay. i wonder I who else is on that bandwagon <laughs> Tom, Tom Brady kept playing, and and Gronk still retired. But now maybe that has something to do with them trying to trade him to Detroit. But the reality is, if Tom Brady decides to hang it up, he gone. He, he's he gone. I, I just wonder how, how. What's this team? If Brady leaves, how good is this team? Because I don't know. But that's where I was like, I wonder if Bruce Arians is like. Hey, you know, and then I know Byron Leftwich is the, the top candidate right now for the Jacksonville Jaguars, but you know, maybe he'll say, hey, you know, Todd, you want to take over as head coach? I'm I'm, I'm out of here. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and retire too. I, I just, I mean, in that division, I mean, Atlanta, and we talked about this a little bit, you know, potentially Carolina, if they figure out the quarterback position, um, you know, New Orleans has got their own problems. Now they're looking for a head coach and a quarterback, but it, it I mean, it seems like it's a pretty winnable division, but if Tom Brady leaves, I mean, we don't even know what the hell this team is. I mean, look, before he got there, you know, there was talent on the team, which is why he chose them, but with so many contracts coming up and seeing where they're at, like, I, I would imagine Chris Godwin's probably gone. I mean, he, I, he played for I the franchise. Speak on and behalf of, of my former teammate and, and loved one and Matt Rule, yeah. he's probably somewhere lighting fires and candles and sage and, and, and praying to the football gods that all of these things fall apart. 
All of these things <laughs> fall in line. If if Tom Brady leaves, it's very positive and, and, approach. And the chain react. Well, think about it. <laughs> if the chain spiritual. reaction of, of events takes place because of yeah, the football gods said that it was it was deemed so that Matt Rule shall take the Carolina Panthers in a very pivotal year and critical year for him and his career and and even that of the Carolina Panthers. Uh, that now Tampa Bay is crippled. Uh, the New Orleans Saints are crippled. Uh, the Atlanta Falcons are well; they're already they're 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 already in the home, right? <laughs> I mean, that's that's a terminally ill situation right there for now. So, what does that leave? I mean, you got to believe the most stability, really, seemingly, would be the Panthers. Now, that might put a lot of pressure on Matt Rule because if he loses, there are no more excuses. But you got to believe that that NFC, or NFC South is, is, is totally wide open. And, and who, who, wins that, who wins that division? Like, and is it by default or is it by a team really kind of asserting itself in a moment of weakness of, uh, you know, rebuild, so to speak, for some of these teams? And let me ask you guys this. All right, be honest. This is not slander. He's the greatest of all time. But let's be honest about, you know, Tom Brady. He really uh, has, has loved him some Tom Brady on social media, TB12, all of that stuff. I mean, he's releasing T-shirts with his last name on him which I think is, you know, copyright infringement on our own Brady Quinn. I think that was Brady Quinn's design. Yeah, yeah but, nope. but it's your first name. And, and I think first yeah, is better than last. Uh, but but here's, here's the question. It's not my last name. Do you believe that Tom Brady, de- depending and regardless of what the decision is, whether he just announces he's coming back or he announces he's going to retire, do you think he makes the announcement by purchasing airtime during the Super Bowl? Hmm. He's been known that's to a, do cryptic that's uh, the move. commercials that is, during the wow, Super Bowl. That's such a that's such a great that's uh, the question. Move. That, that is it, the you move. could see that, right? You could see that happening. I mean, I, now granted, he wouldn't need to really purchase airtime to because that would cost him. I mean, gosh, thirty seconds cost about is it twenty five million? Something like that. Is it that million? much? Hey, but maybe it's ridiculous. Much. Really? But maybe yeah. he's it's already purchased. Amount. But maybe he's already purchased the airtime. Yeah, and he got a good deal on it. Like, well, yeah, I, I think. Out. I think that the the point I was going to make is that he doesn't need to because all he has to do is put out a post. It'll then go viral, and people, instead of looking at the TV for commercials, they would just be looking at their phones or a streaming service that would probably play it as an update. Has his his documentary series, has it ended? Uh, I believe so. The the one I mean, he was doing on uh, there, he's released so many at this point. I stopped watching. I mean, I mean I've there, seen there was one that was airing on the four letter network. Yeah, and and so maybe just maybe that was a part of the deal. I mean, look, I, I just think if he's going to make this announcement, we got to go big. This can't just be one of these, uh, you know, a, a walks, uh, you know, walks away or throws up shoelaces on a telephone wire like Marshawn Lynch. He's got to go big. And if you want to uh, yeah. hijack the yeah. Super Bowl, why not? You know, he did it with the Hulu commercial when he was leaving. Uh, yeah. when he was leaving New England. See? Let me. But can I throw this one out at you guys? And, and God rest, you know, Coach Matten's his soul. But you knew something was wrong. I, I felt something was wrong when they was releasing that. I, I I just felt like, man, is he okay? Is Coach okay? Just seems like, ah, this is like a tribute. And boom, like, out of here. 
like do you do you maybe feel as though they got ahead of the Brady situation and why are you all of a sudden doing a docu series a document you know of of his career and you have literally the who's who of players that and and coaches and people that have been a part of Tom Brady's career talking about well Tom Brady I, I, Is it, do you feel as though like all right this was this was his way of creating a a a goodbye trail a trail to um to the end of his career yeah, but it feels like they would have done something on a bigger stage like uh, they Why? were doing that well they were doing that like on demand and I, I don't know how many people actually watch that thing but they market it on on that network like big time <sighs> They market it big time. I mean, a lot of big things are are marketed and they go to, you know, the the streaming services. I mean, that's the wave of the future. So, I mean, I just wonder why why would Tom strategically allow for something like that to be released if it wasn't maybe kind of alluding to him finishing up? It just seems like kind of a small move. You know, I mean, like, like why would you want to release something like that when you got some booger eater sitting in an airport on an iPhone 7 watching uh, Tom Brady's farewell tour? You know, you need big stage. You can get more people watching that on that streaming network than what you would just having it on regular terrestrial television. Uh, I mean, listen, I, I think if he wants to go big time, he needs to make the announcement on this show. That's the personal, well, you know, personal I mean, opinion. I guess here. that's fair. Yeah, that's the way this is going to go. I guess that makes a little sense. But uh, th- do you guys see any validity to the fact yeah. that, I mean, why would you release a docuseries that's being marketed and branded on that network? Yeah, it's. I mean, it's possible. I just wonder if that's the case, and then he knew well ahead of time that he was walking away, yes. which makes his comments you know, earlier this season when he was saying, oh, I want to play till 50 uh you know seems a little bit strange but i mean would it be the first time somebody told you something that they didn't end up doing uh no not yeah that's an everyday occurrence especially at home (laughs) Uh, all right it is uh two pros and a cup of joe fox sports radio lavar errington brady quinn jonas knox uh coming up hour four uh coming up next uh we will get into uh a major announcement uh from a quarterback in the nfl it's yours right here on fsr be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Byer. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week, we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup, sits, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Harmon and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts two pros and a cup of joe fox sports radio lavar errington brady quinn jonas knox with you here on fsr coming up uh, top of next hour um there's a star in the nfl who apparently was told he wasn't going to be a star uh, we will get into that conversation here uh not a good look for a former coach uh, that'll happen here nice. top of next hour a little over 10 minutes from now we are going to have another edition of in case you missed it here on fsr but want to let you know we are brought to you by DraftKings. download the DraftKings app and use code 2 
two pros. That's the number two pros to get a free shot at millions of dollars up for grabs this week with your first deposit. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Sometimes you can't get to everything in the world of sports or entertainment. Good thing the guys are here to bring you in case you missed it. And for that, we turn it over to our executive producer, Lee Lab. You guys, Baker Mayfield has an important announcement for us. He has told us that he is getting off of social media, saying he's got to do what's best for him to focus on me, my family, my loved ones. Time to get right. Now, where did, him. where did he make that announcement? Yeah, good for him. I think it was on social media. Oh, my God. That's just crazy. Just this, uh, you know, good, Baker Mayfield, man. Talking about taking a turn. That's what we're talking. That's the kind of announcement that I was looking for. Is that so? Oh, you started laughing <laughs> while you were saying it. Oh, wow. Yeah, he, he thinks he's saying it's hypocritical, but the reality <laughs> is, is no one's holding a press conference for Baker to announce that he's getting off of social media. So it's really the only avenue and the only choice he had is to put it out there and say, hey, I'm taking a break from this or maybe I'm just done with it for a while. I like it. I, I think he, you know, he keeps showing maturity. You know, the longer he plays in the NFL and all that, it's just a matter of now getting healthy and then proving to people he can be the quarterback he thinks he can be. Why does he yeah, need I mean, to announce people anything? Gave him, well, people gave him grief for being as active as he was on social media. Why not? You know, why not say I'm getting off of social media? So disappear. Like, he doesn't need to make an announcement. Who cares if he's getting off social media? He just disappears. But, not that but hard. isn't well, that why social is, media is social media? Yeah. And, and plus, you have, when you have a following, like, I don't know, how many followers does he have on his Twitter account or it's something? probably a lot. Yeah, know. he's got I, a lot. I would imagine it's, what, over, over 200,000, half a million? How many does he have? Uh, Lee, can we uh, double check uh, Baker Mayfield's uh, social media following? I, I would he imagine. He has about 825,000. So almost, almost a million, right? If you have that many followers, like, there's going to be people who notice that he hasn't been active or hasn't been on it. You, you kind of have to in that case because that is – like another vehicle or form of like a business for you, especially wow. the way people are, are able to profit off social media. So I, I, I get it. I know it's, it sounds hypocritical, right? Because I was doing it, but it's probably the right thing to do. I mean, you, you blue check mark people uh, live a whole different world, man. I don't have a blue check mark, yeah. so I hope that you're not including me. No, in that I'm just saying, like, you know, the common man, you know, we don't need to make those announcements. Maybe, maybe you disappear. were taking a shot at Brown's quarterbacks. I, I don't know. It's not no, like a yeah, that's, that's a good point. tactic. That's, that's not true. Point, not true at all. Not true. He just like. gets bad. He's, he really was, was upset from earlier because I said it's pronounced Mara. And he he really he's been upset ever since that. That's a, that's I mean, a and, good thing. And, definitely. And Jonas up on the air. Jonas also uh, tweets out every day about the show. By the way, just yeah. just just for for what it's worth. You I know do. What I mean? Why even tweet out about the show? I mean, people know that uh, we're doing a show. But it's just you know trying to help the show. You know, do whatever I can. I mean, okay, I'm, I'm just so, you know. So Baker Mayfield's trying to help the Browns. Yeah, but I'm not yeah. making announcements like I you know I'm taking a break from social media. Who Maybe cares? You yeah, if who you cares? were going to, if you weren't going to tell people that you were going to hit them with morning tweets maybe you would let your your uh five viewers um know that you weren't going to be listen there. i don't have a lot of twitter followers that that is a fact i do and not so have a lot you, of them. so then you should be wanting to make sure you communicate with those ones that find you interesting and and uh you know enough to follow yeah right? no that's a, that's a great point and what else we got you. lee yeah, you okay, guys here we go in a nod to the, just now jonas I'm in sorry. a nod to the fundraising spirit of the bills mafia <laughs> chiefs fans 
are donating over $250,000 to a Buffalo Children's Hospital in increments of $13 in honor of the 13 seconds oh, it took the Chiefs wow. to drive down and tie That's cold-blooded. That's kind of an a-hole move, right? I mean, it, it's it's disguised as nice, but why the, why the 13? It's cold-blooded. You know, like, I don't know. Like, it's poor sportsmanship, but yet at the same time, for a good cause. It, it's kind of an oxymoron. Why, I kind of love it. Why, why couldn't it be 17 for Josh Allen, you know? Like, why did it have to be the 13? Oh, 13 I mean, seconds. the 13 yeah. hits a little harder. Yeah. Makes it more memorable. Yeah, Jonas knows. Know. I mean, he's yeah. a 13-second guy. Yeah, that's, oh, a, that's wow. a good point. I mean, listen, this is uh, boy, this is always fun. I, I love this. <laughs> I love this. This is a just fun sports talk radio here in the morning. <laughs> you know, a couple pick of, on Jonas. A couple hey, of bullies. Pick on yeah. Jonas. We do have some breaking news, yeah, though, coming up. Of, uh, the next couple hour. of bullies here. Yeah. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. 